If you weren't so damn stubborn, you'd apologize to Roz and everybody would be happy. As usual, you're overlooking a key psychological component in this whole issue. You'd have to admit you were wrong. Exactly. I don't see what's so hard about telling Roz you were wrong. Well, you don't understand. You see, it's not the same as Dad being wrong or you're being wrong. I have a degree from Harvard. And that's from Fraser. And is it hard for you to admit you're wrong? Is it hard for you to apologize? Or are you one of those people who just said, oh, yeah, I see where you're coming from. And I can see that I got that wrong. Or, yeah, I was in a bad mood and I jumped on you and it wasn't fair. And, you know, I felt awful and sorry about that. And, you know, I'll try not to do that again. Are you someone that can just flow with it like that? Or are you someone who finds it hard to apologize? I don't have to apologize to them. Or you feel embarrassed or you have a degree from Harvard, you can't apologize. There's a book on forgiveness and there's a colorful section in it. Uh, This is by Dr. Spring where she talks about all different types of apologize. There's the quick apology. Um, Okay, I'm sorry. There's the, or that's like a disgruntled apology. There's uh, there's a sanitized apology. I'm sorry for whatever I did. There are a whole group of what what she calls cheap apologies that sound like apologies, but they're not really apologi- apologi- uh, yeah, Excuse me, apologies. And apologies really matter. I've had many people come into me and said, you know, my mother never apologized to me, or all those years my father never apologized for the way he treated me and or sometimes I get the opposite you know my father finally apologized and it meant so much to me so being honest with yourself and being able to share that with someone else is is a skill and it's not easy and it takes courage and it's a character trait too if you can give yourself permission to apologize when you really um, make a misstep make a bad choice uh, or even just uh, you're not even aware you did some harm, but you fit, you did do harm, and you just want to say I'm sorry. Not that I did it intentionally, but I am sorry. Uh, give yourself the ability to start playing around with that, and maybe giving yourself that skill. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is the Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychology psychologist here to take your calls and questions. Toll free one eight seven seven Dr. Kenner D R K E N N E R, and I'm I want to welcome Nia to the show. Nia, you're dealing with, you would like some tips on how to be less insensitive and self-centered, or what's going on? Um, Well, I have been facing, um, I guess, (laughs) through my husband, he's really showed me that I communicate poorly, and he has made some good points about uh, my self-centeredness and being insensitive playing out in my communication, so hence it's poor uh, because it's self-centered and it's selfish or I'm being insensitive, so I'm miscommunicating. Can you give me an example of that? You know, something that you did where Um, you said, oh, my God, you're right, honey. Um... Let's see. Okay, so when he he asks me questions and I don't answer them with a with a simple direct answer, yes or no, I'll I'll say I'll I'll just volunteer. Um, so he'll he'll ask me, you know, can you go to the grocery store or something like that? Yeah. And I'll say today l- later. 
you know, instead of saying okay or yeah. yes. Um, so, but, but, you know, questions can be, his questions can be a bit uh, deeper than just, you know, can you go to the grocery store? And when... Um, yeah, give me an important one, something that really irritated one. him. And he felt that you were just incredibly insensitive. You were so self-centered, and it really got to him. Um, it's kind of hard to choose one uh, in particular. I, I, it just happened so many times, and because of that, he thinks that I'm. I'm. He he feels like he's been dismissed. Okay, so he feels. I'm not caring. Okay, so he mm-hmm. wants what I'm hearing is that he wants to feel listened to. When people, if I yeah. feel dismissed, it's like someone yeah. just brushed me aside and they ran. It's, it's like they've got a tractor trailer and they run over me with their ideas and their thoughts and they're telling me what yeah. I should be thinking. They're telling me what I'm feeling. They're telling me my psychological problems. They're telling me my motivations. Well, I know why you're really doing this is because, and I'm sitting there going, well, none of this is true. Or even if it is yeah. true, I feel really offended. And yeah. I feel dismissed. Yeah. So, so I, so um, let me tell you about a little bit about communication skills because, it. I do you have any kids. I do have two. Oh, wonderful! Because I'm going to recommend an easy way to learn communication skills, and it's okay. through a book that teaches you how to talk better to your kids. But it's okay. one of the best books I've found that also teaches you how to talk with your husband and how to talk with um, anybody in your life. And uh, before I name the book, I want to give you just a, a, a two-minute overview of communication skills. If you think of the old-time phones that have the mm-hmm. handle, they have mm-hmm. two parts of them. The top part is the listening part, the receiver. And mm-hmm. the bottom part is the, the way, what you speak into, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Listening, good communication in, has two fundamental aspects. One is listening well. It's called active listening. You're doing it right now with me. Can you hear yourself saying, "Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm? I know that you're listening to me. I know that you're attending to me. That is excellent. If you could sum up what I said, okay, Ellen, I understand there are two different, there are two main communication skills. One has to do with listening. That's active listening, and one has to do with speaking. You would be illustrating a second listening skill. We sum up what we hear the person say. Okay. Then we say, did I hear you correctly, Ellen? I'm assuming you're talking to me. You check it out, because if you didn't hear them correctly, let them correct it right, right up front. Okay. Rather than sitting there with miscommunication. So that's one set of skills. The other is, how do you express yourself? Many people will use the following. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. This is what you need to do. What pronoun am I using? This is stupid. I don't know why you're doing this. This is you, 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 you. If you could see me now, I'm Mm. pointing my finger as if it's a gun. And I'm Mm -hmm. shooting out yous. When we speak in Y-O-U, you language, the other person 
feels dismissed, they feel offended, and they want to shoot bullets back at you. Well, you do this too. The yes buts, yes, but you do this too. And so you need a way to express yourself. Is there a way? Yes. It's called I language, the pronoun I. I'm feeling hurt. I'm feeling dismissed now. I want to understand you better. I'm upset. I'm frustrated. I see the the dishes un- not done yet. I'm hoping that you'll do them. I didn't attack the other person's character. You language attacks the other person's character. I language doesn't. The book to read or one of many, but this is How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk. Dr. Kenner, I have a question. Okay, we are right at the end of time, so I can take it during the break. Um, But the book is How to Talk So Kids Will... I don't want to dismiss you, so I will listen to you in a a second, Nia. Um, How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk. It's the best book. It's got comics in it, and it's a a very easy way to learn listening skills, um, speaking skills, and active listening. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and you're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness. Give me a call, toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. When I entered my marriage, I left my true self at the door. Now I don't even know who I am anymore. My girlfriend doesn't want to make anyone mad. I never know how she truly feels, and I'm clueless when it comes to pleasing her sexually. She won't express what she likes. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin Locke of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish, we mean the self-valuing, self-nurturing way to romance. You never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You want to create a win-win partnership to value your own and each other's goals and dreams. Discovering how to be true to yourself in a romantic partnership is learnable and key to romantic happiness. Check out our book with its daring title, The Selfish Path to Romance, at Amazon or SelfishRomance.com.